Do you bet more or less now? Less. Definitely less. Less. Yeah, okay. 25. And are you making more or less now? <laughs> making. Make f***ing clear. And in your years prior punting, of those years that you were punting, how many of those years would you have made 10K profit? <laughs> none. None. When, you, when I play blackjack, I'm, I'm, I have to go on a table where, well now, I have to make sure it's not 22 as a push, and the blackjack odds have to be 3 to 2. They have to be 3 to 2. Have what, to, did he hit, did he hit on 17 and then get 22? No, 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 I can't remember what he did, but I remember thinking he like had a, he had a soft 14, then he got a 2, so he was on 16. I'm like, this can't go on. Gets a 6, <laughs> and I'm like, yes. And he's not doing anything. Like, the deal is not giving me my money. And I'm like, mate, you're going to give me the chips? And he just goes, points to the side twice. And I read it in this microscopic writing, 22's push. And I'm like, I look around to the others at the table, I'm like, is real? And they're all like, looking at me like I've done, like I'm so stupid. I'm like, uh, yeah. Right. I'm like, this, I'm gone. I just grab my shit and throw it on roulette and lost all. <laughs> so that, that was a good three minutes of casino. All right, welcome everyone. We have another guest on board today. We have Randy Marsh come down from uh, New South Wales for the Melbourne Cup. So welcome on board, mate. Thank you. Obviously not your real name, but that's what we'll go with. Um, we brought you on today. You've actually requested to come on. You wanted to sort of give your spiel on maybe, I don't know, explain why you wanted to come on the podcast, maybe a better way to go with it. So I know you've had your frustrations with trying to convince your mates that this works, but also maybe explaining where you came from. Um, and go for it. The floor's yours. Yeah, so I probably come from an, a time where I was like, okay, like I was only fresh 18 and I was going fairly well on the punt, I thought. Yeah. And just slowly over the months, I was still profiting, but I was losing accounts, losing a lot of promotions. Yeah. And I noticed it when I didn't get any more deposit matches at start. Mm -hmm. And then I started to lose accounts like mid bet, surge, yeah. uh, bet, and swift bet. Yeah. So they're all small bookies, but they're gone. Yeah. So every bookie counts, as I said before. But yeah, so. So this is prior to joining. Yeah, that's prior so to joining. So remember you reached out to us, um, basically told us that you had your own horse racing system and we have yep. a lot of people that come to us saying this and with all due respect to the people that come through, most of them don't have a system that is profitable. They just have something they think is profitable, but I think yours was actually profitable. However, we identified that you were pretty much just promo abusing. Yeah, 100%. Um, which at the start, maybe, I don't know, we probably came across as a little bit, I don't know, arrogant or con confrontational in the way we tell you, bro, you're going to get your accounts banned. But you took it well and here we are now. So I think you've been a member for, I don't know, four or five months. Um, yep. You came into my customer service channel. Um, I was doing it at that time. Um, and I remember sending you, I reckon, I'd say two hours worth of voice messages, maybe. Um, we had back and forth, which is good. And I had to sort of convince you, keep reiterating that, like push you to invest. You're ready in the system, but then you join Platinum eventually. And I, I guess now you can probably see how it all fits together. And if you didn't have Platinum, it might be a little bit different. Yeah, I was quite nervous to join Platinum because obviously it is a big sum. Yeah. But once that, um, once you guys gave a special on it, I was like, okay, this is my time. Like <laughs> I had it, I need to do it now. Yeah. And then once I did it, I felt pretty good and yeah. got through the content in around two weeks. Yeah, nice. I remember, yeah, it was actually the end of July special we did for yeah, nine, right. eight, nine, seven or something. So good work on saving yourself 200 bucks. Before you had <laughs> your, before you started like using the promos to your advantage through like the way that you were betting, were you gambling before that? Like were you a gambler and like what are you – kind of like what was the the vibe around the bets you were placing did you just randomly decide to use promos to your advantage or were you gambling and losing and then thought fuck this like what was it it's hard to remember because i've actually like been on sports bets at like a quite young age like literally that sounds bad but i'd say since i was 15. yeah so i've had access to it when i was 15 so 
over those times, I, like I was definitely gambling from 15 to 17 and just getting lucky. Like I'd obviously lose overall, but I wasn't losing too much, like 10 bucks overall. And I'd say as soon as I turned 18, like the first thing I did was sign up to Neds, which was like literally 1201. First thing I did. To which Neds. Is, yeah, yeah. Which is thinking back on it. Did you say 1201? Yeah. Like, <laughs> ridiculous. And <laughs> what was the thought process behind doing that? Like the, mate, no idea. <laughs> I got no idea. To get a bonus or what? Well, just I, I didn't account. really understand deposit matches back then. Yeah, yeah. But like I knew all the horses and stuff. Like I thought I had a good idea. I'm like obviously NRL because I'm from Sydney. That's kind of the biggest sport there. Yeah. I've been following NBA ever since I was a kid. So I'm like, okay, I can now make money because I know all these stuff about the sports. Yeah. I was fucking wrong, by the way. But yeah. So when did you realize that you were wrong? Because how <laughs> the way that you're talking and the way that you think and the way that you used to act is how almost everybody that punts thinks. Right, they know they're like I know I know a bit about the NRL, I know a bit about the AFL, I know my NBA, so I'm not like all these other people that are punting because I actually know more than them. But then ultimately, you end up punting and losing. So when did you realize that you were doing that? We well, don't really realize it at the time. You just you keep on carrying on and be like, I know I know better until you make the change and look at it in a different aspect. You won't realize, and that that's just from my opinion. I don't know if anybody else will feel that way. But I don't think you'll realize until you actually make a change and look, seriously have a look and be like, well, maybe I don't know. Or maybe that $1.20 leg isn't going to hit every time. Maybe Damien Lillard might not drop 20 points every night or Curry might have a bad night. Just those sort of things. And yeah, maybe wingers won't score every first try or every any time try scorer. Like even if Mulatalo is playing the Bulldogs, he won't score. So you, you just said then something that I found interesting. You said you, you won't realize until you make the change. So what was the change that you made to then have you now here sitting like sitting here going, what I was doing back then was fucking stupid. That's ridiculous. And everyone does that and I don't understand why they do that. I can't quite pinpoint it to an exact moment, but I'd say it was, I'd say at the start of this year, I kind of looked at just what I want to do differently into next year, just all different aspects of my life. And I looked at it and I said, I'm going to start tracking my bets because statements Sometimes I lose track of them. So I'm just going to start tracking them in my notes. And then I think I went by about three weeks like into January, which I tried to swear off horse punting because nothing goes up in January. So I don't know how, but I was down like 700 in the yep. first three weeks. And I was like, mm, okay. And then I kind of just kept on going and then got a little bit lucky throughout the autumn carnival, went, made a few thousand, I'd say. And then once I saw... You guys on TikTok, I first thought, oh, fuck, they're just another bunch of boys that are trying to sell their service. And then I saw more and more of it and I was like, yeah, it's worth a go. It's like only 100 bucks for a month and I got the free month as well. So, yeah, I got two months for free and I just went not for free for 99 bucks and yeah. gave it a go. And, yeah, I think I profited pretty quickly. Yeah. I think it was like the first two weekends that I actually started because I had to hold off the first two weeks to set up. Yeah, What part of... So you obviously joined the system. You come from a punting background, a very, I'd say it's a very common punting background and the way that you were punting. You're probably part of the minority of people that were like, fuck, I'm going to make a change. I'm going to at least track all of my bets so that I know where I'm at. Now for a lot of people, when they were minus 700 bucks, you know, if they're minus 700 through the first three weeks, they're probably going to change what they were doing. Did you change what you were doing? Like, did you bet more to try and get it back? Like, was that minus 700 figure an alarming figure or was it like- It, a- was, it was definitely alarming. Yeah. I can't really remember. 
if I how much I changed it. I think it was more me just pulling back. Yeah. Like and just okay, maybe I should just chill on the horses and then yeah, I can't really remember how much I pulled back, but I definitely got lucky to make as much as I did in autumn. Because were I you had, betting every day? No, 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 no. Just, just Saturdays. Saturdays. Yeah, yeah. But like, so I could start off and say, I'm gonna make it a set units, like set units. Put my bets on at ten, and then duck off. And then say if my first three races lost, I'll go into panic mode and yeah. I'll just start adjusting units. Going, right, I'm gonna put like two hundred on this horse. Like, even if I know I did what it was, I'd do it. Yeah, yeah, right. And I just got lucky every time. I got lucky. How you spoke and how you thought then is how most people would punt. Yeah, they would come into a Saturday excited, or they've got a few that they like. They bet a few early. If they win, fantastic, hot streak. Everything I'm reading is perfect, and they bet more. Or they lose, like you said, you lose your first few, and you're like, "What the fuck?" And then you bet more again. And yeah. ultimately, we both know where that ends up from simply betting more. You end up losing. So. You spoke to us just before we jumped on the podcast. You spoke about a day at the races where you backed 11 out of 13 winners. Yeah. Uh, you said 13 bets, 11 of them won, and you didn't make a profit. Can you explain how that happened and what you think about that now? Yep. So it was Champions Day last year, and we, all of us boys, we went to the races for one of my mates, Mrs. Birthday. And I was pretty confident going into the day because Nature Strip had come off that Everest performance where it arguably should have won if it didn't get stuffed over by the barrier. And it was at the time where I was kind of getting a little bit lucky. So I was like, all right, I'm going to do big nuts here and just go 500 on Nature Strip. And we all know what happened on Champions Day. Uh, I think it was $1.95. So yep. it was obviously not a great Looking bet double at all. Up, quick double up. Yeah. So... <laughs> so yeah, it's a good story. I started off the day flying, like I was three from three. And then I think- And I what was, were the size of those bets? 25 bucks. 20, yeah, okay. <laughs> 30, no, 25 it's good. bucks. It's just good for context so that people yeah. understand how you can yeah. back 11 winners out of 13 and still not make money. So yeah. you're on 25 bucks a bet, first three races, all winners, you're flying. Yeah, and then um, I think it was, I was up around maybe three, 400 going into the next race. So a part of me was like, I'm about to have the biggest day of my life. And then it jumps, like it's gone into a dollar six at a jump. I'm sitting there confident, like really confident. And as it hits the 400, I'm like, he's not hitting the accelerator. Yeah, he looks flat. And just the side angle of you didn't really show how close he was, but I saw just a pack of very average horses coming up to meet him. And I actually, the one part that hurts the most, because most people will know Rock and Horse actually end up winning that race. I actually said rock and horse was the danger, but mate, that doesn't count. What you say doesn't count. It was what I bet. So I ended up losing 500 bucks and the story gets actually worse. Yeah. <laughs> so not long after alligator blood runs, I, cause I wasn't matching bonuses back then. So I had two $50 bonus bets on alligator blood, six bucks wins, get my 500 back. So I'm back up. And then I do not why know why I did this, but I was like, all right, well, I'm up 800. Like I won a race on shit. It was like the one ran week after that strip. And then I put like Which was a twenty five dollar bet. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So everything was twenty five bucks. Yeah. Apart from that alligator blood. Bonuses. Nature strip five hundred. And the last one. Yeah. Animo and the champion stakes. Okay. So I had eight hundred on. Eight hundred? Yep. Why you ask? 
Fuck knows. Honestly, <laughs> I had no idea what I was thinking. I wasn't drunk. I wasn't anything. I was just chasing a feeling. And obviously, when Animo come up the turn, I was like, yeah, he's got it. Like, no, Zaki's not holding on. And then he just didn't make up any ground. And I was like, I didn't tell any one of the boys. Like, which probably still haven't. So if they do see this, this will be the first time you lot know about it. Um, yeah. So how do you how do you feel telling that story now that you like fine, no. that you know better? Absolutely fine. fine. So you don't, yeah. How many people did you tell? No, the Zero. animo part, no one. Zero. Because in the relationship part, I went around bragging about it almost. Yeah. So I said, I'm not going to tell anyone about this. Well, that, that's the like boys most, nailed me. That's so standard. That's so standard. Yeah. Though. It's yeah. like here's my slip. I fucking hit. $500 winner, $500 payout, sorry. And then it's just like, I wouldn't show you my statement though because <laughs> no, that's wouldn't. what happens. And it's so funny that that, like, so that whole day you've done all these $25 bets, but you just had these feelings or this impulse or you were chasing, like you said, you were chasing that feeling Absolutely. of having a massive bet on something and then they've both lost. Yeah. And how'd you feel after it? Yeah, man, I got... I got, after the shift, I got nailed. Like the boys were just going at me for I reckon twenty minutes, half an hour after the race. Yeah, <laughs> like one of them actually thought I was full depressed. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was insane. But looking back on it, I think it's heaps funny. But yeah, and then Adam I lost, so I, I didn't. I wasn't actually as sad because no one actually like knew about it, so no one like. Yeah, it's no embarrassment. Just pretend yeah, no embarrassment. Yeah, almost just pretend it didn't happen. And that's then, how. That's how I've most people that. would be punting though. But that's yeah. how I started. I'd put yeah, a grand on some I would say like that day that you were at the track, there would have been hundreds and hundreds yeah. of other blokes that would have done exactly what you did. Had yeah, standard bet so. most races, loaded up on nature trip boss, loaded much. up on something else at the end of the day. Usually what happens is like, it's called get out stakes for a reason, right? If you're down yeah. at two or 300, I've seen, I've had mates that have been like down a grand and in the last race had a grand on a two to one pop. So like the, the the best result is that they break even for the day. Worst yeah. result is they're down two grand and they don't tell anyone. And and like that's the punter's mindset, right? If I get out of this day even, fantastic. Hundred percent of this. Like I'm safe. There. I've survived. I live to fight another day. <laughs> and that's like no, but that's how people punt. Yeah, like, no, exactly. Yeah. That's how you were punting, and that's how 100%. so many people at the track are punting. Well, they might have two hundred bucks profit from the day. Well, what's two hundred bucks going to do? I'm going to have two hundred on the last race. It's the bookies' money. Losers. Even seven months ago, I was L- still doing this. Yeah, like, loses and then, you, and then you don't have it again. So that's – I actually appreciate you sharing that story because yeah. I no doubt there'll be people watching that that have done or felt the exact same thing you have, whether it's more or less money bet. So it's a big thing to be able to actually speak about that publicly. You haven't even told your mates. But it also, I think, helps with accountability going forward. Like you've told people that now. Yeah. Like if JP told me that he had 500 bucks on a horse, I'd tell him that he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> and then next time he might not do it. Yeah. So now your mates can yeah. tell you that, well, you know now that that is ridiculous behavior, but- 100%. It's good to be able to share that. Like, I appreciate you doing that. I think it's really good. Uh, good work. Um, you mentioned like the moment where you started to realize, I know there wasn't a set moment, like you said, but now have you still had those urges to do that? Yeah, absolutely. And what 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 happens? I've fallen for it a few times. I'm not going to lie, but yeah. it's more that when I do do it, I'm now not getting lucky. So yeah, okay. I'm, I am, I'll have a day where I'm like, all right, system's done for the day. A few races to come, we're down and just chase. And yeah. I've always gotten punished. Yeah. I haven't done that in a while. How much are we talking? Not 800. No, true. fuck no. no. Like not chasing is in like normal units, yeah. just on horses. Oh, okay. So you're still chucking what, what's your unit size now? Like 20, 30, still 25. 25, yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah, I mean, that's something I guess you can improve on. And now telling that again to us, you're probably going to think of that next time and 
it's almost like an invisible like accountability. Like it's a hard like, lesson to learn though, because yeah. if you know two idiots like me and JP tell you, man, if you do that, you're gonna lose. You go, yeah, whatever, dickhead. But like yeah. you do it, then you do lose, and then you go, fuck, like mm. can't do that again. Yeah. Or 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 like because we understand that like you know you can punt for fun. Like we're not fucking robots. We understand that there are yeah. fun elements to punting, but it's just having that self control and that understanding that if you're gonna do it for fun, or you're gonna do it off script per se, like if you're not following the system. You, you just have to, there has to be rules. It has to be, it has to be within reason. Otherwise, as you know, it's a slippery, slippery slope. Like yeah. if you're trying to chase back to even on a day or to make a thousand for a day, make 500, it's so easy to get swept up in all of it and forget what you're doing and why you're doing it. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, just to bring up one story here. The something you said, Tom, made me remember this one. So I'd say, I think it was, I can't remember the race. So I'm not going to try. It was the one where it was Animo's last group one win. So it was against, I think it was against Atorius, Fangirl, and it drew barrier 12. And this was still when I was in the stage of I'm just lucky. And I was up a few thousand over this autumn carnival. So I had a thousand on Animo. Right, and that one, shaking before it, by the way, like never doing that again. Like, don't know why I did it. But that's obviously got lucky. what, 250? No, it was a dollar eighty. Dollar eighty. It was yeah. something really Fuck bad. Me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I remember thinking, like, I'm on top of the world. Like, I'd won a adult good odds bet on Opal Ridge early that day, so I was up like, I think it was thousand three hundred profit that day. And towards the back, say three races on Melbourne, Sydney, I'd just put a hundred on everything because I knew I'm up either way. Look back on that. That's six hundred. I did not win a single one of them, by the way. Yeah. 600 just going down the drain. Oh, I'm still up. But look back on that, that's 600 bucks. Did you have more fun betting $100 on those than you did betting 25 bucks? Like, do you think that it's actually more fun? Obviously, if it wins, but like, that's such a rare occurrence. Like, wait, like before the race, like, I'm sure people will be able to relate to this, but it's a bad feeling. Like, you don't, like, you just want to hurry up and get it over and done with. Mm. Like, it's, it's bad. Yeah. Like, you, you're shitting yourself. And you just like. Do you feel like that when you bet on the system? Nah, fuck no. Why? Nah. What? What? Why not? Because so I've seen results. I've done it before. Like at the start, like the first probably month, I was a bit like, oh I mean, shit, here we go. Me like, a few times saying, oh, I missed some tips because you were yeah. playing soccer. Well, yeah. I'm not getting the same results. <laughs> you guys are up plus eight. I'm only plus two. And I was like, don't worry about it. Learned the hard I way. I think the other thing though, the other reason that you don't feel sick like before a system tipping day or before races where you've bet on through the system or whatever is because you're not like over leveraging yourself. Like mm. clearly these people that, and you used to be one of them, like you bet a thousand bucks because it's more than you should bet. And that's like, there's the thrill there. Like, fuck, like this is, there's so much thrill here because if I lose this, it fucking sucks. And if it wins, I'm, I'm a hero, right? Like that's how 100%, you feel. 100%. That's how you feel. And that's like, if you chase that, it's so, so dangerous because if that loses, thankfully for your sake, it didn't. But if that thousand bucks loses, the next time you bet a thousand dollars, it doesn't feel like that. It feels just a little bit less exciting because yeah. you've done it before. So then you want to bet twelve hundred or fifteen hundred or two grand, and that's why it ends up being such a slippery slope because these blokes bet a thousand and then it wins, fantastic. The next time they bet a thousand, it loses. But now the thousand dollar bet is just not enough. And mm -hmm. like you said, you're chasing that feeling that you have, that you know, that those butterflies, that sickness. It's like. You can only get it from betting more and more and more. And it's not about it winning because you're talking about this feeling before the race jumps. 100%. You're not talking yeah, about yeah. how you feel after. You're talking about before the race jumps, this feeling that you get 
for the horse jumps. And that's only because you've bet a silly amount of money that literally makes you go, fuck me, like I need this to win. And that's the excitement or the feeling that punters that lose like forever just keep chasing and that's why they bet more and more and more. It's living on yeah. the edge. It's like when you go skydiving or anything, it's like you know you're fucking risking something that is going to impact your life if it loses. So like that's what I wanted to ask you. When you're betting a grand on a few of those horses, how much money did you have as a – Capital. Like, yeah, like you, you, your whole life, like I know if yeah, you don't want to share like, that. Like I literally savings. had like – I won't name the exact amount. Yeah. But I had uh, – Are we talking like – are we talking 5K, 10K, 20K, 100K? I'll give a range, 5 to 10. Yeah. So, yeah. It was so in you that put range. a tenth so you of your capital on an animal. More, yeah. 10 to, 10 to so 20%. I'll of, be honest, it was more than a tenth, yeah. so, which means it was towards a lower so region like, of that. Imagine like someone who had 200K to their name putting 30K on something. Yeah. That, that's the, the equivalent. And it's, I know it sounds like different, but it's the same ratio. And I know it doesn't matter as much. shouldn't say it doesn't matter, but like if you've got 5K, you lose one. Like yeah. you can reset, but if you've like a 30K is a lot more than one, but it's still re- relative and it's like, that's what people. Well, I've got yeah, people that hard go on Ladbrokes back ticker and send me screenshots, people putting 30, 40K on things and going, oh, look at this dickhead. And I'm sitting there going, yeah, what the fuck's wrong with that guy? They've probably got, they probably did the exact same thing as I did. It's the same. It's just relative. Like it's, it's just a ratio. Yeah. And the, the worst part is that same feeling. Yeah. I, I actually wish I lost back to this day because I remember thinking after like, Honestly, it was a really great day. Like, obviously, when you win that much, it was a great day. But, like, I've obviously had times where I've lost, like, that much as well. And it sucks. Like, yeah. your day is ruined. Yeah. Like, it's so shit. And if, when you win that much, other wins where you win, like, a fair bit of money don't feel the same. Yeah. And correct. you're kind of like, I want that feeling again, so I'm going to have to do this bet again, which you should exactly. never do. Yeah. That's, can't why you, that that's why if you have... So something we're massive on is like looking at, zooming out, like looking at a long-term goal. What is your long-term goal? Like if you go to the races every day and your goal is to chase that feeling or to win as much money as you can on that day, that's why everyone always loses. But if you go to the races going, I'm going to go to the races every Saturday for the whole year and my goal is to make $10,000 profit throughout all of these races, you're not going to try and make 10 grand on that one day because you've got a goal, right? At the end of the year, I want to be plus $10,000. And this is the stuff that regardless of system subscribers on, this is what we're trying to tell or educate or just encourage recreational punters to think about. Because when you're punting, you said you were chasing that feeling. You're not even thinking about like, ooh, $800 profit. Like you're not, that's not what you're thinking about. You're chasing these feelings. So if you can identify why you're punting and what you're doing it for, and if it is to make money, then set yourself a goal, a target, and understand that you're not going to achieve it every single time you go to the races. Like if ten yeah. grand's your profit for the year, you're not going to make it every Saturday. Hundred percent stupid. Like, so if you can kind of dial it back, and the way that you explained how you felt, like I honestly hope lots of people like watch this and understand. Fuck, I feel the exact same way as well. I've done yeah. that. That's what I'm doing now. My mates still do that, and it does ruin their day. I've gone to the races with ruins their week, not their day. I, but I've gone to the races yeah. with mates, and we're having the best day ever. Like literally the best. So much fun. Everyone's together, and then it gets to like race ten. And there's like, there's one or two blokes that are like, you know, they're not a buzzkill, but they're, they're flat. They've lost their energy. They're not, they're not excited anymore. And that's because yeah. they've just done their tits on the punt. That, and they're just like, fuck me. Like, oh, I can't even fucking buy beers now. Do you know what I mean? I'm pretty sure 35,000 people did that last year. <laughs> they just lost the Everest. I swear to God, everyone left. 35. Everyone and looked depressed. That's just the ones at the track. Yeah, but yeah. that's what I mean. Yeah, like, exactly that's, that. It happens every day. And like, that's why I asked you, was it more fun? And you said, yes, if it wins. 
But like before the race, during the race, during the whole day, Fuck, your whole yeah. day is- 100%. Do you know what I mean? It's no, like your whole day is going to happen whether you bet 500 or not. And if that 500 loses, you're just going to ruin your whole day. And even if it wins, I just don't think that it makes your whole day in that much better. Plus you're there with fucking 50 mates. You're telling me you have 500 on something. You're going to have to go buy 500 beers. You'll probably end up down anyway. <laughs> oh, I'm just going to make this like super clear. Like, even though I did say that win was really great and it was fun, the risk to reward and now having lost that same amount before, like the high was way, way like, like the low was way like worse. Yeah, if this is this is the level you're at before the race. If your $500,000 bet wins, you get to here. Like, that's right. Sick. Yeah. But you're already here. Like, you're able to go. But if you lose right a thousand back down times, there, right back <laughs> yeah, down. Correct. Like, ridiculously but that's the thing. back down. <laughs> Punters don't think about the loss. They think about what can happen when they win. Right that's down. right. That's fucking right. right. Down. Yeah. I'm not kidding. Like, it's, yeah, it does suck, especially when you're at the races and whatever you're drinking at the races is just fucking 15 bucks these days, especially in Greenwick. I don't know if it's the same here. No, it does. Like, it all adds up. Like, and that's what I mean. Like, I just like the way that you explain it. You explain it better than us, but like, it does. You go all the way down there. Yeah, 100%. So you're not, you're not risking your thousand bucks. You are, but you're also risking, like you said, fucking mentally being, you're in a fucking hole. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. You're ruining your mates, Go home. Like, just straight up, go home <laughs> no, after the like, party. Like, just because I do don't want to be there anymore. Like, it's a great day out, and then they've missed out because they're just. Actually, great Done story. I've just thought of a best story ever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about. I'm not going to name him, but I'm about to throw one of my mates under the bus here big time. Yeah, so <laughs> I'll drive the bus. <laughs> so he was um he was at a work thing like with all of his workmates at the races, and <laughs> he was down fucking horrendous. Like he was down. I'm pretty sure north of two k. Yeah. Right. Like <laughs> he was so so pissed off that he didn't go out with his workmates after. And what he didn't know, if he would have went out, Zach Purton had a place in the Argyle with all of his workmates and he would have been there. And they reckon Perto just took over the fucking Argyle and just bought, like, just splashed 30K while he was there, just going crazy. So he would have had, he would have drank for free. He would have had one of yeah. the best nights of his life yeah. if he did not punt like a D- DJ, like myself, he used to be. Yeah. So, like... Imagine missing out on that. There's like, more negative cost than just, it. Yeah, there's more negative cost than just losing the coin that you bet. Oh, 100%. I'm glad you're able to identify that. Like, uh, I, we all laugh at him now because of it, but like, if any of us were in that situation, we'd probably would have gone home too. Yeah. But that's just those little things where you're like, shit, if I don't punt like this, I'm going to get, like, you get punished when you do that stupid shit. And he got, <laughs> still to this day, like, I can't believe he did that shit. And I still have been in moments where I've almost been that bad. But fucking hell. Like Zach Pertner, the Argos once in a lifetime thing. So do you tell your mates now? I guess we'll try and stop talking about horror stories, but like, <laughs> do you tell your mates now what you do betting wise? And what do they say, think, or do? Like what how how does that go down that conversation? Well, at first it used to be system versus in the group chat. We have a punters club. It's not actually a punters club. It's just people that talk about betting. And it gets abused. Like it's just waffle on waffle on waffle every day and it was a system 20 systems is better and then next thing you know system to 16 like negative four so yeah it's just a bunch of waffle like all the boys know that what i do and they're now starting to come around to it more than ever so that's really good and especially now that we recently hit a thousand units they're all aware of that so yeah <laughs> this sounds dumb but like 
did your mates know what units were until <laughs> yeah, like oh, absolutely like are they are they i would say the average punter how many punters if you picked out of a crowd would know what a unit is do you reckon they might be able to try and tell you what one is, but they definitely, no, definitely wouldn't be, they wouldn't be betting is. with one. How I many? don't know. I don't know. 30% maybe? Yeah, okay. Know. So your mates are already in the, say, top 30% knowing what a unit is before so, like I wouldn't the say last seven the months. Like they're just, no, but they would be. Like if you picked 100 out of the crowd, 70 no, I reckon. I, I agree. Know. I, I but top of what? Top. There'd be people that don't know what a unit is that don't bet. No, like punters. That, yeah, yeah. Because people there are people that punters, know what punters. units are, but are still full-blown degenerates. Out of 100 punters, how many would know what a unit is? So like, 30, yeah, 30 maybe. I reckon, yeah. This is probably a better way to get that. So I've got a two gambling group chats. One doesn't really get used and one does a lot, which is the punters club that gets used a lot. The, the other one was supposed to be just a chat that people send promos to because that's how we used to work. Just promos, promos, promos. Yeah. That turned into a chat with, I'd say like 25, 30 people now. I'd say maybe six of us yeah. know what a unit is, including myself. On. I, that's just a guess. Yeah. I'm not 100% on that. But everyone in that Pilots Club group chat knows what a unit is. And to their credit, they they have the ability to make money. Like yeah. they, they If they put their heads down and do it properly, they will make money. But they just have days, like I've said myself, yeah. like where they'll just chase. Where the Now the most popular horse to chase one is Mr. Brightside. So everyone's just kind of, if they're down a few hundred, Mr. Brightside. Yeah. And... That day where he got done by Fango on the King Charles, I think that was a pretty expensive day for everyone. I, I got the only reason I didn't lose that day was because I was following you guys. Yeah, and I was trying to because I was in Thailand, <laughs> so <laughs> I was a little bit here, a little bit there because I was on Ned. So I picked like three tips. Yeah, and then I put a bonus bet on my mate's horse, which won it like twenty bucks. Yeah, just just a fluke. Yeah, complete fluke. So I should have lost, mm. but yeah. No, fair enough. So how long, let's let's get um, into kind of the, the journey, I guess. How long have you been a member of June? the system? Tell you since well. June, so what's that, five months? No, four months. Do you bet more or less? <laughs> do you bet more or less now? Less, definitely less. Less, yeah, okay. 25. And are you making more or less now? <laughs> making, make that fucking clear. <laughs> you're making a lot more. Yes. So you're betting less but making more. Yeah. Do you still, I know JP asked you before, but what are, what are the urges like? Like, why aren't you chasing that $1,000 high? Like, it, why aren't you still doing that every Saturday? There's been massive races yesterday. There's massive races last weekend. There's massive races this Saturday. Why aren't you chasing that feeling that you got now? There are moments where I think I want that back, but there are days where I've been like, okay, I'm up a grand. At the end of it, like, it's a good one. It doesn't happen often because... Not all the time we get up 20 units, but it has happened before. So, yeah, it's just more of trust the process type thing. And what's your goal? Like, say, if you set yourself a 12-month goal, you probably didn't have that previously when you were punting, but what is the goal? Do you have a profit figure or a set of nah. accounts figure or what is it? I don't really have an end goal. I just want to keep doing what I'm doing, focus on what I'm doing right, keep improving on Betfair because I do still struggle with that. Yeah. But I really need to cut on kind of up that return from north of kind of 72 73%. And how did you take the adjustment period at the start? Um, a lot of people obviously when you subscribe you know you don't just jump in and start betting on horses, right? Like there's a little bit of a yeah, transitional nah. period through setting up, getting some more accounts, priming them. Now you were somebody that was betting very regularly. How did you find that transition period through probably the first, you know, two or three weeks where you, you can't really just get stuck into the betting? How it was that for you? It wasn't too concerning because obviously I had stuff on, so I was playing soccer, which I don't didn't really want to, but 
I was playing it anyway. But yeah, so I was having bets every now and then throughout the day, just going back to my old thing, like making money here and there, but wasn't too concerned. Like just when I get home from work, I just get a few apps, look at another few apps, all right, what has promos here? What's been on the promo list recently? And I just make sure I nail it all. Yep. And so you've been a member for like, what was it, four and a half months, five it's months? 20th of June or something. 20th so of June, five so months. Yeah, four, four months, exactly. Yeah. Five, five well, months. And the first five, month is basically setting up. You're playing soccer, weren't really doing things. So you've been probably having a fair income crack, I'd say, for three and a half to four months, would you say? Like doing it properly? Yeah, I'd say three. Three months yeah. doing it properly. And what's your profit figure at the moment? I'd say 3.8 roughly. 3.8K. So you're on average... Well, the way that you're going, you're looking at making, and this is assuming nothing changes or compounds, which we know it does. You're going to make at least 10K through your first 12 months. Yeah, I'd, I, I was looking to actually up my unit system in, within the next three months. So could increase. Yeah. But yeah, I, that would be unreal. Like it really would be. And in your years prior punting, of those years that you were punting, how many of those years would you have made 10K profit? <laughs> None. None. Yeah. <laughs> No, I actually thought you were going to fucking roll me there and tell me that you had a few. Yeah, so nah, that's that's an interesting perspective, right? Like you, you maybe not getting the butterflies that you feel because you're not risking, but you're making a shit ton of coin. Yeah. Which is what every punter is actually trying to do when they're betting. I think it's more, I reckon one of the reasons that gets people like, oh, I don't know if I'll join or not, is the slow process. Because obviously, yeah, you do, as you say right. a lot, people just want to make a quick buck. Yeah. And Everyone I was there does, as well. Man. I was there as well and I still am sometimes because I... Everyone loves money. Everyone needs money. Yeah. But once you just look at it over that long period of time and we have some mates now that like we kick out of group chats because he just won't send these statements because we know he's down. And obviously we had him back after a bit of a laugh at him. But when you look at those statements over a long period of time, you should be winning. Yeah. Especially for all the promos today. Everyone wants you to bet with them. Yeah. Well, Tom was sitting there yesterday and he was betting on the cup not the actual cup, like other races, whatever, yep. we were both betting with promos. And it's just like, like the amount of, uh, I don't like saying this, but like the amount of um, edge you can get like off insurance and bonus backs and stuff. If you're not using promos, like it's, it's just dumb. Like you just get, yeah. you're just playing a game that you can't win. Like obviously you can win, but like no, we're talking about like- the average punter can't. Yeah, like, like the can't. pros if can win. Pro, right? If someone yeah, that bets full time pro. or bets to make profit, like, yeah, but and you're fuck, actually doing that, of course you so can win. It's so fucking difficult to like, it's just so rigged against you. Like even yesterday, like I was turning over a bonus on a, on a bookie, oh, ends up yeah. winning. And we've got like our own methods on how we turn over bonuses, whatever. It went from $13 on retail <laughs> and it was on Betfair for 13, which is an elite match. Yeah. It went from 13s to 9s as I was placing the bet. And I'm just like, <laughs> what? Who was it? I couldn't make uh, Minty. Yeah, Minty. But um, no, like that's that was like an elite turnover. And then you can just do that. And there's uh, Steve was complaining yesterday, placed a bet, and then it automatically accepts like a dollar less or 50 cents less. And it's like I, got to, I told him like you got to change your settings or whatever. To yeah, order. but that's the default setting. But like that, exactly. Like you're playing their game. And if you're not like – using an advantage then you're like you're just playing well, shit old mate randy was playing the casinos game last night and played one <laughs> hand and then realized that Man. it was fucking a yeah. joke and like, like take advantage of what's there that was fucking for those people that know it was 22 here at the crown in melbourne at some tables means push. In, bla in blackjack he's referring to. yeah in blackjack so so when the deal if they bust, actually go bust it's a draw and you don't win Oh, I was like, free edge for the bookie. The fuck? So they don't have that in New South Wales? No. Do they not? No. 
Yeah, from what so, I've, from what so I've seen, I remember I've sitting in the crowd heaps. That's never happened. Yeah, I don't know the numbers for blackjack, but what's a like edge? If no, if you change? go, if you twenty one is blackjack. Yeah, obviously. But, if but you, I'm talking the percentages. What would that oh, affect the know. edge? Oh, massively. Oh, hundred like, massively. Every slight like point zero zero one percent counts. Like if, even they're if getting an extra cards, like, they're getting is an extra it, point. Is it the equivalent of having a zero and a double zero, or it's worse? You know, obviously on a roulette table. They had actually they had double zero. No, it would be worse. Yeah. Okay. All right, yeah, I'd say probably slightly worse, but they worse. did have double zero at the um, yeah, tables. I know roulette odds and stuff. Because 22, like no. 22, I don't know all the combinations of cards that makes 22, but yeah. if any of those combinations roll up for the dealer, it's just draw. Yeah. Wash. Instead so of what being, do they call it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah um, like push. Push. Yeah. We actually yeah, played right. roulette after I lost that, for like the first hand, I only took out 50 and then lost that $30 hand. I was like, fuck this. And I just went on roulette, threw 20 on it. Like, I mean- Threw all of it on it because I got my money back. So don't know. I forgot that, but I didn't. I didn't see it. Don't know how I didn't see it. But the table was like really, really low. And then as I saw it come around the ball in there, it was on double zero, and I was like, "They're an actual What one. the fuck is double <laughs> zero? Why have they got that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they got two. They have zero. I don't know. Yeah, zero. I haven't <laughs> been for like five years, but I used to always only play. Like I went like ten times when I was eighteen to twenty-five. I only played on zero tables, but like even then, you still got the edge against you. So it's a hard one. When you when I play blackjack, I'm, I'm I have to go at a table where, well now I have to make sure it's not twenty two as a push, and the blackjack odds have to be three to two. They yeah. have to be three to two, and obviously dealer sends on seventeen. That should be fixed. I don't know what else they've got cooking these days. Like that just <laughs> caught me so off guard for some reason. But yeah, like you have what, to. What did he hit? Did he hit on seventeen and then get twenty two? No, no. Like I I can't remember what he did, but I remember thinking he. Like had us, I think he had like a soft, maybe soft fifteen, and then he did what? And then, no, he had a soft fourteen, and then he got a two, so he was on sixteen. I'm like, these cards go on. Gets a six, <laughs> and I'm like, yes. And he's not doing anything. Like the dealer's not giving me my money, and I'm like, I was like, mate, you're gonna give me the, I can, whatever the chips, and he just goes, points to the side twice, and I read it in this microscopic writing. <laughs> 22's push and I'm like I look around to the others at the table I'm like is this fucking real and they're all like looking at me like I've done like I'm so stupid I'm like uh, yeah, yeah right. I'm like fuck this I'm gone I just grab my shit and throw it on roulette and then lost it all <laughs> so that, that was a good three minutes of casino <laughs> really happy I went there oh and then obviously we yes. don't cut, we don't encourage roulette Do here yeah, the system don't, don't play don't any games that never go to the cast <laughs> yeah the cast the fucking hell <laughs> yeah I don't know if JP what's your uh, you're in the summer sports service here? yeah yeah how's that going oh I love it I, I, honestly we're not we're not going too well at the moment are we but like we're no, still it's tra- it's, I think we're yeah. still up but like we're not going significantly no, well I think it's like four weeks yeah. I think we're like 150 bucks profit a week or just yeah. under yeah that's fine like in 20 weeks we should hit the target yeah. if, if all goes well I'm, so yeah I'm not concerned whatsoever but like yeah nah old mate texts me and gets he gets pissed off at the, the oh, comments yeah. in, the, in the Discord. He goes, fucking, I don't even know why you reply to him. Yeah, <laughs> and he rinses TikTok people as well, yeah, which I want to get there. So what, you go to bed some nights and you read through the comments, what happens? Every night before I go to bed, I'm pretty sure every kid my age fucking hops on TikTok like an hour. <laughs> and every time I see like, like you're always on my for you page, obviously, because I follow all your accounts. So I just see like, I'm not going to name drop anybody, but there's no, always one or... Name him. He changed his name. Yeah. 
What is that? He did. He, What's his name? I can't. It's something Keith Miller. <laughs> <laughs> he's a fucking. I DM'd him as well. I fucking DM'd him, and he just fucking was giving me a spiel of shit. We love to know who's behind these things. Like I Steve pray. Keith Miller. I oh. pray because oh. he he switches up. And Dave well, Miller Keith or whatever. A, um, <laughs> yes, that was the other one. <laughs> That's he changed name. Yeah, there's a guy Mark called. Um, Fuck. No, he's he, that guy. Unfortunately, the guy with Charlie. Ke- he doesn't Charlie believe Kerno. match betting's real, Mark. Booker. The guy with Charlie Kerno. <laughs> the Eddie Todd. Yeah, Eddie that's. Guy. I think it's the same person because he tags them all, and then Nigel, and then Nigel's part of the same thing. Like it could, <laughs> it it could so, honestly be one or two blokes. It will be one Running person. Like I can one. Counts. But I don't get it. Like it's so. <laughs> I get. I understand that people might not agree with what you guys do, and they might not want to do it, but. Which is it's fine. Not, like, yeah, which nah, is 100% yeah, fine. But I give a shit. just when you say the same fucking comment on every post and it just doesn't really make sense because it has actually been answered <laughs> and they're like, oh, fuck, that video's too long. Oh, fuck, this is just waffle. <laughs> That's the, well, I'm like, keeps me off. Well, I'm like, mate. No, nah, he's a full-on just, like, he's a troll. But definitely he troll. knows it works, I think. And he, and he watches it and he actually references things we say in the videos. So he watches the videos. But then he what pretends else does he, he do? Like he doesn't do anything well, else. Well, who knows? But, but like there's people in there that genuinely like, yeah. There's the this, baffling part for me is like you are spending <laughs> your own spare time, like your life, you're spending that yeah. <laughs> trying to troll people. Oh, I don't get it. Like, like it's just such a sad saying, like, existence. Negative like, EV comment to every yeah, like, sad that one, comment. Yeah. And I reckon yeah. like it'll catch on if we start like exposing like bro exactly what you said. They're playing a negative EV game. They're, they're like you're literally just wasting your time to get zero out of it. And it's like well, literally if you do that, keep doing it. I mean, it doesn't harm us. And if you're getting yeah. something out of like the thought of upsetting someone, like bro, yeah. I remember when Grow I up. remember when I first sort of heard about you guys. I was like, fuck, these cunts are actually smart. So what I feel like this is this is what I felt like you were doing. Yeah. Like I felt like you were trying to trigger and say trigger a hundred people, and then. Five or six people be like, oh, yeah, these guys, I'm going to give them a go. So that's business, what that's we do. business model. That's exactly <laughs> what we do. <laughs> right. so, but we're not deliberately trying no, to trigger. No, we don't like this start. is going to trigger. We just know that like if, yeah. we, f- if we fuel the yeah. right conversations or respond <laughs> yeah. to the right comments or make videos to the right comments, like they'll comment again and their mate will comment, they'll like it and that's just free engagement. And then and then you'll get the smart people in the DMs and just, just come across like yourself. I bet you'll have also people that used to comment stuff. Used to comment yeah, stuff about you that you're definitely system. Yep, yeah, hundred percent. Because I'll come around to it and I'll realize in the yeah, end. Like it, it, at the end 100%. of the day, like the, the ones I don't, um, I can't quite understand is like the people who genuinely like they comment for like six months and they they still think it's it's bullshit, like it's yeah. a scam. Which is what Steve was saying the other day. He's like, we want to like change the messaging to be like, like this fucking works. Like, like we didn't make it up; it works. It's just numbers. Yeah, and I think potentially we. We don't show enough people. I don't know if it's the way we do it. But we maybe talk too smart, like, or we talk too advanced for for the basic person. Um, I don't know what it is, but we need to start showing more people how like it actually works, and you can actually make money, and not can you will make money doing it. I think yeah, through like 100%. if we if we continue to keep vlogging us actually betting, yeah, and more speaking through what we're doing, how much we've had on it, why when we get a bonus bet back that we're not actually losing all the money that we just bet on that horse. I think that, that that'll come. I think yeah. I've actually watched every vlog, like even for someone like myself who is a system subscriber and in the Platinum Squad, like those vlogs are the best. Yeah. Like they're just a good kind of insight to what you guys do and what goes on. And when you post like clips and shit and people go, oh, this is showing emotion. Like, yeah. mate, it's not the fucking same. Like <laughs> you're, t- you're taking it out of context. Like there's emotion when you're obviously 
in a low and you're like, oh, shit, I have to do this and that. You're allowed to be happy when your horse wins. You can't just – what do you want him to do? Just sit there like this, oh, sweet. Yeah, there's like more straight emotion. Mass. There's more emotion impacting people's decision-making like in the story you told where when you went and had 800 bucks on animal yeah, or whatever. that's it, decision-making. That, that is like full-on emotional betting. Yep. But, but if someone looked at you from the outside, they would have no fucking idea that you were doing it. No. So that's what, when we speak about like emotions, that is emotions getting the better of you. Just showing impacting your judgment. acting on. Showing yeah. emotion yeah. is what we do, riding the shit out of every horse. Like literally we do that and we've done that since day one. Mate, there's 530 but people betting actions, on the same horse as us. Like yeah. we want it to yeah. win. Yeah. But our betting elite. actions or our tipping is literally this different thing. And people struggle to get that. I need to make a proper video on it, like breaking down. Um, but some people just won't. I feel like they just can't comprehend the difference between emotion, no, but the impact, decision making, or it definitely emotion, is hard. But reacting. The, but a lot of those comments as well are also just from trolls. Of like, course, they're not. They just hate us and they just write shit comments. Like it's like yeah, whatever. But yeah, yeah. Anyway. I um, I know you. We reached out to me like three months ago, and you sent me a voice. You're like, it was similar to the converse we had before. You said, "Oh, how do I convince my mates like that they should be doing this and they shouldn't be doing like the the degen way." Um, has that improved? No, I didn't need to in the end. They worked it out? Like they're, they're working it out. Or you just don't care? I reckon, like, got to a point where I just didn't care. Yeah. But better way to be. Like, yeah. You can't force don't anyone get to it do it. They're, they're going to work it out. They've worked it out anyway. Like, some of them have said I might join it. And I'm like, yeah, do it 100%. Like, it's it does take a bit of work and a bit of effort on a Saturday, but we do it anyway. Yeah. Like, it's not going to be really that new. Just download more bookies and make sure you maintain sustainability. Stick to turning the bonuses over. And then, yeah. Like, That's the key. Doing it anyway is what Yeah, people, I was going to ask, what do, is that what your Saturday what, used to look like anyway? Like yeah. before following the system, would you yep. be with your mates and just watch, you know, all 20 races through Metro Melbourne, Sydney, and then whatever else is on Sky or whatever? Yeah, like I remember last spring, like my, me and my ex-girlfriend's brother would literally just sit down for like hours on a Friday night, do form, what are we going to bet? How much on this horse? How much on this horse? And looking back on it, super fun but i remember some of those spreadsheets that i made they were like 25 dollars on this horse and then 200 on this horse mm. no you can't do that like well that's the thing it's just staking like consistent staking is the best form of stopping your losing that yeah. you can get i think just keeping it the same as long as it's well, even if you just even if like the the way steve kind of explained it is like if you're going to bet 200 bucks on a saturday yeah. bet all your bets on a friday night Don't or do them all at 9 a.m saturday and then don't bet again. Yeah, I feel like some people might not do that because odds vary. Yeah, of course. Of course, but this is like But I'm, I'm talking punters. about like, we're yeah. talking about punters that are going to bet 200. Like they, they don't know what EV is. They're just going to bet their 200 bucks. Yeah. yeah. They're going to bet $10 a race at every race, Melbourne, Sydney. Like, yeah, the other thing- Bet them in the morning. You spend all that time doing all that form and stuff like and all the spreadsheets and there's nothing wrong with doing that. But is it like deflating when then you don't make a profit? You're spending like 15 hours in a week doing that or you still enjoy that part of it? Because there'd be people that would literally spend 20, 30 hours a week watching races who aren't pros and then they're just going, like they might be good at what they're doing, but then they just do what you did and they just make like two units and then they just blow it all on the last race. Me personally, I enjoy it. Like I, yeah. So you like, you're a horse racing. Like yeah, I love it. Yeah. Like I really do. Like every, like most big races, like, I'm no, I know the field. I know these horses. Like, just I, I can watch a race without betting on it. And then like, yeah, like yesterday I did have money on the cup. I wasn't on without a fight. Like, and I was fucking kicking it home. Yeah, like it was just so amazing. Like just oh, seeing yeah. Zara, yeah. how like happy he was. Yeah, 
Yeah, mate. Yeah, he was stick a lot it out of there. <laughs> Two of the cats. <laughs> he was like, no, I, I love. He was I love, unreal, bro. I love watching horse yeah, racing. You're like yeah. Tom. I'm not like, like that. Me and Steve are not like no, that. I can the watch Tom loves horses. Friday night, like we won't even be tipping at the valley. Like I'll be at home. Miss, I might be working night shift. And instead of like, I wouldn't watch like the cricket world cup or whatever. I literally would just have the races on. Yeah, like I just like watching. Yeah. Yeah. See, see, what, could, see what they're doing. I don't know the no no. If I don't know the horses, yeah. So if I don't, know I just like the commentary care. and the, the hype around the night. And yeah. I don't know. I just I just enjoy that. Like it's just easy TV for me to watch. And every race, like whether it's fucking you know a maiden or obviously Group Ones are a bit more intense. But like you know, there's always like there's tactics or where's this horse going to log? Yeah. Or how's the ride? Or you know, what's the pay? I just enjoy watching that. Like yeah, it's hard I, to explain, but I you feel like it's more of a for for me personally, it's more of a group. If I know the horses, which I don't know if I don't know all the Friday night valley ones, but I know some of them to the back end and Friday night racing like used to be that good like back in autumn. Like I remember when Imperatries won her first race in autumn, like all the boys like who don't give a shit about racing were all like I obviously they were happy because they were on it. Yeah. But yeah. they were all loving every race. Yeah. Like even before that. It was just everyone was having and everyone was loving the Friday night races and I reckon they've done a good yeah. I think they've done a good job this year at um this has nothing to do with the system, but like just <laughs> racing in general. I think they've done a good job at like building up the vibe and like getting people back involved. Because there yeah. are people that I know that know fuck all about racing or don't even bet and they're like are we going to this race day? Should we go to this? Like, I feel like they've done a good job of like rejuvenating it here in Victoria, yeah. getting people to go back to it. I don't know what it's like. New South Wales racing is obviously like booming. Hundred percent of Landy stuff, like you know the Everest and the Golden Mile, like Golden Eagle. Sorry, it's just like yeah, it's booming there. But I feel like it, they've just done a good job of making it kind of more fun, more appealing, a little bit more sex of a sexy product, I guess. Hundred percent. Like I, I never thought I would have. Like this one girl once asked me, are you going to go to this race day? Like like two months before it even came out. I'm like, how do you know what that is? Like you always, you never give a shit about horse racing whatsoever. Like, why do you want to go? And she's like, oh, it sounds like really fun and stuff. I'm like, yeah, fuck, absolutely. I'm going like, come with us and stuff. Yeah. And now these days you can get a whole bunch of boys and a whole bunch of girls who all love, like have a great time. It is a good day. Yeah, it is yeah. a really good day. Like, especially like if you don't, blow all your money like i've done a few times and fucking had to go home early <laughs> so like if you just maintain that like exactly if you just stick to it you're gonna have a great day and you can do that every time like even when you have we've had what remember there was a day a few months ago where we went like negative 13 and then the day we went negative 16 then the mm, yeah. that was and Maybe. then that week 16? that grand no, we went, no, we went but the worst day was twenty one worst twenty one week the worst yeah, day yeah. was after the grand final and then the worst weekend sorry the worst day was after Collingwood Carlton I think second worst but yeah it's negative thirteen was that the second worst what's the worst negative fifteen fuck that's Ju a stinker July July two thousand twenty one yeah nice. I was playing footy. So the best part about that grand final day, I'll just like, talk about how shit this Saturday. is. Or, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. I wasn't even talk there. About the worst day. Hundred percent. JB's tripling down. I reckon we went minus thirty-one days. <laughs> I'll double check, but I'm pretty sure that's correct. Yeah, yeah, how did you go on those though? days? I wasn't there. I was. Oh, you didn't follow uh, on either of those I'd bad days. Bugger all internet. Steve actually said that. Part. Steve was like, after the grand final. Like grand final, like Friday night, and then, and then the grand final tipping day, like worst week ever. Yeah. Steve's like. I know it sucks and like it's the pits, but like he's like, I reckon 40% of subscribers wouldn't have followed. 
They would have all been getting pissed like grand final day. They wouldn't yeah. have done it properly. They would have had something on the Friday night. He's like, a, he's like, if there was ever a week to have the worst week ever, like those two tipping days, he's like probably like a man. shit ton of the subs would have yeah. missed it. So it's, it's funny that but, you say that you're like, oh, fucking wasn't on him. Yeah, yeah. That's what Steve was saying. Yeah, but let's, <laughs> if anyone listening, since those days, we've yeah, gone like plus 100 and plus 60. So it's like- Yeah, October was like insane. Since July. Like we, yeah. Oh, I wasn't like we're not sitting here stressing, but it's just funny that you said exactly what Steve said. He'll he'll like listening to that. Yeah, and then obviously, yeah. So how did you go? October was our most profitable month ever on the system. Yeah. Did you manage to follow for most or all of that? Yeah, patches yeah. most nice. of it, yeah, like nice. as much as I can. I've been like, if we go out on a Friday night, like I've been, like oh, there's times where I you had a few beers like, last night as well. Should we tell yeah. the what the, the, the viewers that big day? Yeah, just yeah. <laughs> we have big few days. We, oh, I don't really know. When are you going back home? Today, tonight? tonight. Yeah. yeah okay. Which is needed. Yeah. But yeah. Safer at home. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> what, I've, what the biggest thing that I've noticed out in Melbourne, like, if you go somewhere, the security guard will not try to fight you. Will fight act, you? Like not fight you, but like will not fight. Not hockey. Just fuck. Yeah. Not go on a mad power trip. Like, if you go out in Sydney anywhere it's like you know you're a bloke not tonight boys we're full <laughs> then you turn around and 10 chicks just walk straight in and yeah, like, yeah. okay yeah, I, I reckon 80 percent of blokes should have got turned away so i'm with the bouncer well i mean i think from my perspective i've got a lot out of this podcast, what's his goals but that, well, i was going to kind of like wrap it up in terms of like asking you you said that you don't have a target but if you sat in here the day after melbourne cup day next year hopefully a little bit less hungover <laughs> and what would a successful year look like for you? Maybe it's not a profit figure, but maybe it's like four of my mates are doing it and we all do it on a Saturday. Or maybe it's, you know, I can convert bonuses at 80% at the drop of a hat or I make 20 grand. Like what is it? Exactly it has to be something. Say. That's exactly what I was going to say. I would like two mates next to me here that the two have spoken to me about it. I'd like them to be at around a six month stage at that point. I'll be, I would like to be at $50 units consistently at that point. Just, Still with a sports system as well. Going to do it in winter as well. But hopefully, just keep doing what's going on. Like people look at it and say, oh, maybe that's too expensive. It's too expensive. But when you look at it long term, that number is nothing. Like even if you if you sign up for six months, like 260 bucks, I think. Like 260 bucks profit to make your money back in six months. Yes, yeah, three that's, months. Yeah. Is, oh, yeah sorry, Usually on a six months, months, we can sling on two months. I think it's 450 for six all right, so yeah, but you same, get two yeah. months for free usually, so it yeah. ends up being like fifty-four bucks a month or something. Yeah, but you're, you're gonna make two sixty, even that sum in one month, like maximum. Yeah, but it's, so I don't think it's even like you're right. You were, of course you're gonna make it, but it's more so that. like if you change because you you realizing and maybe you don't even know this, but you now being able to speak about those bets that you place and understanding that you felt sick and that they ruined your day and that you end up down here when they lose and then not betting them again. Yep. You've made yourself a lot of money from not betting that way. And you probably yep. don't know that or don't think about it like that. And a lot of people don't, but just simply from doing that, yes, you've made almost four grand from following the system in you know three and a half months of doing it properly. But you've probably also saved yourself, you know, maybe one or two, 800 to $1,000 bets that could have potentially lost. Say more. So that, that, like that, that in itself, say if you had three $1,000 bets, and they all lost. You've saved yourself another three grand. That's yeah. actually in your pocket that you could have spent on beers last night or 
on the blackjack table on the roulette <laughs> table. But the point is, you don't think about that, but that's massive yeah. for almost every single punter. There if are days you- where I look at the results of racing and I say, "Holy shit!" Like I oh know the bookies are fucking cleaned up. Oh, I can like, like the last few like, days, yeah. Like, and Derby, Derby Day, yeah, Derby 100%. Day Cup Day, they would have they absolutely cleaned up. I remember Derby Day, yeah, that was pretty bad. One favorite one at Flemington. I think. The whole day, Riff, yeah, Riff yeah, Rock, two ten, and he the spoils didn't actually. I feel like a pillar, like the one that comes second, so deserved to win that. Yeah, we tipped. Yeah. Uh, just J Mac, just gave it a little tissue, bit of a better ride. A tissue, a Puglia. no, a Puglia, it was a Puglia, but um, yeah, yeah. I, like there was a day a few months ago. Like when I actually look back at that weekend, that grand final weekend, and that Saturday races, I was like, if I was like, because I was supposed to actually go out for my mate's birthday to the races. Yeah, if I was there and if I wasn't with the system, I was just doing what I was usually doing. I probably would have lost a grand. Yeah, man. I genuinely believe I would have. Well, that's 50, uh, how many units is that? 40, 40 units. 25 by 20. 40 units. Yeah, 40 units. We went negative 23 13, for the whole weekend. Well, 13 for the day. 21, sorry, for the whole weekend. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, I just wanted to say, like, what you've done is elite. Sharing what you've shared is massive. I think it's yeah. going to help a lot of people, especially maybe people that have never seen our stuff. It'll help, but definitely new subscribers. I think, I think your story and the way that you've kind of worked your way through it and you've had a bit of, you know, you've had some ups and downs and you've done things that heaps of recreational and mug punters have done. Fucking JP lost a thousand dollars in one bet one time and he spoke about that when he was 18 or something or 19. Twice. Like, twice, sorry. When I was 18. So, so like the fact that you can talk about it is elite because I don't think you're going to do it again. And even if you do do it again, which I hope you don't, I, I know that you'll know that you're an idiot for doing it as opposed yeah. to like when you used to do it, it was like, I'm a hero. I feel yeah. like a thrill. It's, you think about it the complete opposite, but I don't reckon you're going to do it again unless you have It's self-awareness. Else. Like you you would, as Tom said, you might not know, but you know now you think more about your decision to make the bet. It's like, what's the consequence of this? Rather than, oh, yeah, cool. If it wins, I'm going to fucking be a hero. Now you're actually critically thinking, be like, oh, what if it loses? I'm going to lose this. I put in all this effort. A $1,000 bet for you is 25% of your profit so far in five months. Like yeah, you're just gonna throw that, that down that's the sink. Like, like that's how you should look at it. Like zoom out, look at the bigger picture. I know you're fine, but anyway, I'll still in there thinking it like that. Just think about it. I'm just gonna like quickly add this one in. Like I remember I was like 14. I was I was like mega into the NBA my whole life. Yeah. So my cousin who was 18 at the time, like we put a multi up. We picked every game of the day, put five bucks on it. The payout was like I think it was like 17k. Just head to head. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was. Like, I didn't really understand odds. So he kind of just said, who's winning this game? I was like, them, them, them. And we ended up losing by one leg in like, like remember, like this is when LeBron was with the Cavs. Yep. And they blew like a 17-point lead in the fourth. And we ended up losing by a leg. And I kind of sat there and looked at that like, if that's how easy it is to like get close to winning that much, mm. I can't wait till I can yeah, get my hands on that's this. That's the thing. That's how everyone thinks. When and, they miss by one leg. Yeah. <laughs> and to loop back now and like look at my journey and then that's kind of the point where I was like, okay, this is how I can make shit tons of money and all the times where I put like 50 bucks on a three-leg multi paying two bucks or a same game multi and don't know, something's happened like Curry doesn't like, – probably shouldn't use Curry as an example because he kind of plays weird every game. But like say LeBron gets hurt or KD gets hurt or somebody just bricks the fuck for one night. Like you can that fifty bucks where you lose by one leg, that piles up over six months. Oh yeah. And the statements are fucked, especially if you are not turning your bonus over. And that's what I'd say 
probably five of my for five or thirty, I'd say, out of people that I know would do that. Yeah. So yeah. I'd say yeah. just looking back on all that, it's a fucked up journey, but I'm fucking happy to be here now. <laughs> yeah, nice. No, very That's good work to get to where you are, and I'm 100%. sure you want to keep improving. So hundred percent. I think the key is inspiring more people and your mates to do it is this the key, which is essentially why we do it. Like yeah. We could be sitting there making heaps of money just betting ourselves but it's just not the same as helping other people so yeah yeah no i've really really enjoyed this appreciate you coming on sorry about the hangover we'll get you here in a, in a year's time with two of your mates 15k in your pocket bet fair whiz and then we'll go again <laughs> that's the goal that's the end goal beauty thanks for coming thank you see you randy <laughs> <laughs> That's gone. All right, well done on getting to the end of the podcast. Obviously, Randy Marsh, bit of a different character, a bit more relatable. If you want to get involved with what we do here, there is a free course. That's your best place to start. Check the bio on the YouTube. And a reminder, if you are a current member and you're not yet part of the affiliate program, you can earn 30% ongoing revenue to anyone that you refer. Also linked in the description. See you in the community.